0: Welcome to Entertaining a Conversation, the podcast where we're going to try our best to entertain conversations about things that are entertaining. I am your host and I'm back, Mr. Sir. Thank you so much for joining us or for joining me this week, should I say, uh, on this uh, on this comeback episode of the uh, Entertaining a Conversation podcast. I'm sorry for the uh, I'm sorry for the hiatus. It was kind of forced. I wanted to try to figure out what I was going to do with this podcast. Uh, First of all, which is very important, Uh, and two, uh, obviously because uh, we've all been adapting to the new reality of the world, and uh, one of the um, factors of this new reality, in my case, is that I've been I've started working from home, so uh, it was kind of a um, it was kind of a process where I had to. Uh, figure things out to, to, to set up my my stuff at home, uh, so I couldn't really do the podcast. I was uh, I was in between. I was you know waiting to get my stuff. It was uh, like I said, it was a process, and it was impossible for me to do this podcast while that was happening. So uh, I'm very sorry. Thank you for being patient, and now we're back and running. I hope you guys uh, I hope you guys um, watch the movies that I uh, recommended on Instagram and on Facebook. Otherwise, uh, you're gonna find this podcast very boring. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm just joking. We got, we got lots to talk about today. We got news. We got stuff. We we got meat on the bone today. I gotta say, uh, the movie industry has been uh, active uh, these past couple of days. So uh, unfortunately, my uh, so, my song guy, uh, my editor, and all those guys, you know, they, 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 those guys that caught the coronavirus, they're healed. Yeah, yeah, they're healed. Uh, but. You know, unfortunately, I've been I've been hit financially, so I can't really pay the 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 billions of dollars that they uh, they request. So right now they're still at home while I'm still figuring things out. Uh, but they'll be back really soon. Uh, however, I believe uh, I believe one of the workers uh, that was on my staff uh, has been uh, has been deemed as uh, as essential. Uh, so we might uh, we might get an appearance today uh, from from someone. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I'm gonna try my best to, to, to try to compensate for all of these uh, uh, all of these missing people. Um, so uh, so uh, yeah. So this is the intro to my podcast, and here are the news. See, you know, I I, I did my best. All right, so uh, news for this week. We got lots of stuff. We got lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, well, first of all, uh, I got some uh, some little Thor Love and Thunder news uh, for all the MCU fans who are eagerly anticipating uh, the new Thor sequel, um, the new Taika Waititi Thor sequel. Um, I can't wait. Personally, I think Ragnarok is the best movie in the MCU, if not uh, one of the best for sure. Uh, and and I think we need more of that style, uh, which is, which I'm really happy about uh, about Taika Waititi coming from this, coming back for this movie uh, and uh, installing his installing his um, brand of comedy, which I think is uh, perfect for uh, perfect for the brand. Uh, so Chris Hemsworth uh, has, uh, has recently came uh, come out, uh, and by come out I mean uh, on Twitter. Uh, obviously, he can't really come out. Uh, he uh, he said of the script uh of uh, thor love and thunder he said it's one of the best scripts he's read in years uh and he said uh, of taika waititi he said it's taika at his most extreme at his best if the version he read is on is the uh is the one that we get that they get running with i'm paraphrasing here uh it's going to be pretty insane uh so that's really really exciting i can't wait uh if i'm not mistaken thor love and thunder has been delayed until january 2022 uh, which is fine. I think, obviously, uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited, and I'm probably gonna cry every day until it happens. But uh, I think twenty twenty one with all the delays is just gonna be fucking stacked. Uh, so, so I think, uh, I think a little room to breathe for, for a movie like Thor, Love and Thunder, even though, uh, you could put it anywhere and it would still draw, uh, I think is, as uh, I think is a wise move, uh, and it's a good way to kick off a year, uh, two years removed from all of this shit that's happening right now. So it'll be, uh, it'll be a good way for us to, uh, uh, to celebrate, uh, normalcy, you know, um, so, very excited for uh, Thor, Love and Thun- uh, Thor Love and Thunder, yes, uh, which is slated to bring back Natalie Portman uh, crowning her the new Thor. Uh, Jane Foster's character, obviously. I'm not really familiar with the comics. Those who are probably more familiar with the story, uh, but essentially Natalie Portman's character, you know, from the first Thor movies, is going to become the new Thor, apparently, somehow, someway. Uh, very excited to see that happen, especially if Taika Waititi directs it. When Taika Waititi directs it. Uh, and the, the most exciting component to this, I think, uh, that has been a bit overlooked uh, is that Christian Bre- Christian Bale is coming in to play the villain, uh, and I think yeah, I think it's fucking awesome uh, to live in a world where Christian Bale gets to be a villain in the in the MCU. Uh, I think I I think at at some point uh, I I firmly believe that pretty much all of the big names, all the big actors, will uh, get to the MCU somehow, some way. Uh, Christian Bale is, uh, is one of them I'm excited to see uh, I know I've heard uh, rumors that Al Pacino was in talks to be in the MCU I would, uh, I would definitely pay to see that uh, I, 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 I think the MCU is eventually going to, uh, to please moviegoers and comic book fans alike uh, at some point and bring in all of these big names to play all of these big roles and it's going to be fucking glorious they've already pretty much started uh, and I think they're just going to keep going in that direction Taking a sip of water here. Sorry. Next point. Um, the new that the first images for uh, the Dune movie came out. Dune by Denis Villeneuve, uh, which is an adaptation of uh, of the science fiction novel. Um, it looks fucking promising, guys. It looks amazing. Uh, the the photography on. I mean, obviously they're just pictures. Uh, they were taking on set. They were taking on set, so there, it's not. I mean, it's. I guess it is an indicative of. Uh, what the characters are gonna look like, but it not—it's not necessarily—it's not necessarily uh, uh, an indicative of what the movie is gonna look like, uh, the photography in the movie. But if it looks like the the pictures have looked, uh, fuck, that looks awesome. Uh, I mean, obviously, you can always expect amazing things from Villeneuve. Um, uh, and, and this is not because I'm biased and because he's—he's uh, he's a homeboy from uh, from. Uh, from my town but obviously he's uh he's just a fantastic director and, and it's and it's amazing to see what he's been able to do in such a short period of time and he just man that guy just keeps cranking out movies uh so fast like if you look at his filmography uh i believe he released um arrival hold on give me a moment He, he released, okay, so he released uh, enemy uh, Prisoners in 2013, also released Enemy in 2013, then 2015 released Sicario, 2016, a year later, releases Arrival, and then in 2017, a year later, releases Blade Runner 2049, like, that guy just fucking works his ass off, and granted, it's been taking three years uh, for his next movie to come out, but I think it's gonna be worth the wait, uh, and from what, uh, from what I'm understanding as well, and he's mentioned that um it's uh, it's going to be more than one movie it's going to be two movies um it's um and and i guess this stems from the mistake that david lynch made uh not necessarily his mistake but the the studio's mistake uh rushing it all and not letting uh lynch's vision play out uh they really packed it all in in one into one movie and uh and Villeneuve said it he said in an interview and i quote uh, I would not agree to make this adaptation of the book with one single movie. The world is too complex. It's a world that takes its power in details. Uh, so so what I get from that is details are very important in that movie. So you really need to take your time telling that story, first of all. Uh, and second of all, I think uh, it's... How could I say it? It's, um, I think it's just avoiding mistakes that have been made in the past. And I think it's just being careful not to fall into the trap of packing it all in just for the sake of. it's really just letting the story play out. I feel like Denis is really taking its time with this, not just because, um, not just because the details of the story are important and he wants to tell. And he wants to take his time with the details. I just think he, I, I, I just think he really doesn't want to fuck up, uh, and uh, I don't think he will. Uh, for what it's, for what it's worth, I don't think anybody thinks he will. Um, but I, I think he really wants to do this story justice, and I, and I think that that type of passion uh, for a project can, it could always translate into something amazing, especially coming from a, a guy as prolific as, as Vinnyve. So I'm really, really excited to see what happens. Uh, I mean, if you just look at the cast of this movie, it, it looks, it, not it looks, it is fucking stacked. I mean, when you look at this, uh, Timothy Chalamet, obviously, is in that movie. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, who I've become a big fan of uh, in the past couple of years. Oscar Isaac, obviously an amazing actor. Josh Brolin, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, Dave Bautista, uh, my boy from, uh, from wrestling. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, Zendaya is in that movie. Jason Momoa is in that movie. Javier Bardem is in that movie. It's it is, f- Charlotte Rampling. It is fucking stacked. Like, <coughs> my apologies. He's he's really really put um, every. He's really like he's really putting it. He, he's really making sure everything goes in in his favor. Uh, making sure his cast is tight uh and his is uh fucking perfect and just i don't know it, it, this movie feels this project feels like a really really like it they, like they really took their time and they and they, they're really trying to do this justice and i keep repeating myself but i'm really excited for this i haven't read the book obviously uh i you know i'm not into sci-fi novels to be honest i uh, haven't read in years but uh, if i were to get back to reading Uh, sci-fi novels would probably not be my first choice however i think uh, the concept looks exciting and anything that he does i will go out and i will support um yes that said third point james Gunn. uh he said in an interview that you don't have to watch the first suicide squad movie to uh understand uh, the sequel or the reboot or whatever that he's trying to put out, uh, which is uh, excellent news if you haven't seen the first Suicide Squad movie. Uh, if if you have, well, it's too late now. Uh, you could have, uh, and I'm part of that group. We could have just not done that. But whatever. Uh, I mean, what's done is done. Uh, if you haven't seen the first Suicide Squad movie, don't. It, it is imperative that you don't expose yourself to that shit, uh, because. Uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna try it out. Okay. Suicide Squad is garbage. Is it garbage, man? The garbage man is here. Oh, yeah, my garbage man. Come on, garbage man. Take that Suicide Squad movie shit out of here. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for coming back. Hope you didn't catch COVID. Um, so, so I'm really excited. I, and, and, and apparently he said as well that uh, his version of the Suicide Squad movie uh, could get an R rating. So that's very, very exciting. Uh, James Gunn is a phenomenal director, he's a very story-driven uh, and com- and, he, and em- comedy-embracing director uh, in some capacity and I just think if, if he makes the... Uh, think of what he did with Guardians, if he does the R-rated version of that with the Suicide Squad characters a la Harley Quinn, uh, Deadshot and all those guys uh, that could be fun. That could be really fun. Uh, speaking of James Gunn, he, and speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, he also said, uh, and, and no, he, uh, let me rephrase that. He promised, uh, that someone would die in Guardians of the Galaxy volume three. Uh, so may the speculations begin. I just hope, I really, really hope it's not Drax. I really hope it's not Drax. That's all I'm going to say. Anybody else could die. I don't care. Like, uh, Rocket, he's an asshole. He can die. I'm fine with that. Uh, Gamora? No, I, I I, guess Gamora would be kind of sad because she's just kind of oblivious to everything and just kind of put there in a tough situation all the time. So, no, I would... Okay. So, it better not be Drax or Gamora. All the rest can die. I don't care. Groot? He can die. I don't care. Fuck him. Fuck that tree. Um... Hugh Jackman said in an interview, speaking of things that people said in interviews, uh, Hugh Jackman said that he would have played Wolverine in the MCU had Disney purchased Fox early, earlier. Uh, so, so, uh, so to that, I'm just going to say one thing. Fuck. Um, yeah, that sucks. Bob Iger's departure from Disney delayed due to the coronavirus. I guess that makes sense. Uh, Bob Iger is the guy that took Disney back to prominence after uh, the slump that they were in. Uh, on the on the animated side and stuff uh and he really made some uh, so, some you know under his umbrella marvel came in star uh, star wars came in under his uh, governance should i say uh and he uh, he did a great job with disney and now he and earlier and i reported on this uh like a true journalist he uh he announced his, de- his departure from disney as ceo uh earlier this year but however he's uh that's going to be delayed and he's uh, he's helping the new CEO uh, adjust in these times because uh, who can manage a crisis better than Bob Iger at Disney? Uh, nobody, nobody. Uh, so that's a good thing for everybody involved. Uh, hopefully, um, Disney, well, hopefully, Bob Iger uh, stays long enough to approve uh, an Alita Battle Angels sequel. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> because that was a great movie and it might never get a sequel. Um, no, it belongs to Disney. Now, uh, The Lovebirds is set to release uh, May 22nd on Netflix. That's going to be really fun. Uh, for those who didn't know, that movie was originally set to premiere at uh, South by Southwest Festival, which obviously got canceled. Um, and, that, and and then the release of the movie was delayed. It found a new home at Netflix, uh, which is and, it, and they're releasing it, sorry, on May 22nd. Uh, the lovebirds is the uh, is michael showalter's follow-up to the big sick for those who have seen the big sick with kumal nanjiani it's uh, the follow-up to, to that i'm not sure the stories are uh, are linked uh, but same director same actor kumal is coming back and issa Rae is coming back to play alongside kumal so uh that's gonna be a fun one uh i personally uh will not lie to you guys i'm a fan of rom-coms when they're good I feel like the main component of a rom-com and whether that, you know, makes it good or not. Uh, main factor of a rom-com is whether or not the two main characters have chemistry. Uh, if they do, it works. If they don't, it doesn't. It's as simple as that for me. Uh, and I think there, I think there's potential in this pairing here. So I'm excited to see what happens. Very excited. Uh, a reboot of The Saint is in the works with Chris Pine as the lead. Uh, the Saint is originally a book series that became a TV series in the '60s. Uh, that TV series starred Roger Moore, who uh, most people know as James Bond, uh, from the early years. Uh, and then uh, in the 1990s, it was rebooted as a movie with Val Kilmer, uh, who and and it performed decently. Uh, to be uh, to, to 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 put it in numbers, uh, they made 118 million dollars on a 68 million dollar budget which is uh, which is decent it's pretty good uh but it never it really never got a sequel uh and then any and then any chance of it happening uh kind of got squandered so now they're bringing it back and they have chris pine uh as the lead i think that's very exciting i think chris pine uh, anytime he gets the flexes acting chopped is a is a treat i think chris pine is a very underrated actor he needs to be in more mainstream stuff uh and, and, and i think he's uh I think he's a typical uh, case of people seeing him as a uh, pretty boy and not necessarily taking the time to uh, know him as an actor. I think he's phenomenal. So I'm very excited to see that, if it's good. I mean, I haven't seen any of the uh, TV series or I haven't seen, unfortunately, the, uh, the movie uh, from, with Val Kilmer. But I think this is very promising. Um, now, on to the shittier news. For those who are fan of mangas, uh, One Punch Man is being adapted for live action by Sony, uh, and it has Venom uh, the mo- the writers from the Venom movie Scott Rosenberg and Jeff uh, Pickner, writing the the, the manga film. Uh, fuck, I don't know how to put this, but we us North Americans need to leave that shit alone. Unless you're gonna do really well, and, and I don't think I don't think. Th- th- I don't think Venom writers Scott Rosenberg and Jeff Pickner, writing the upcoming manga film is a uh, is a sentence that inspires uh, confidence or trust or um, I mean to put it bluntly I don't think they will understand the concept and I think they're gonna ruin another franchise. But look, prove me wrong, guys. Prove me wrong. I'm willing. I'm I'm giving anybody the benefit of the doubt. If it's good, it's good. But uh, it's. Um, i'm not not too i'm not too familiar with mangas but uh one punch man is about like the most fucking powerful character in the world i believe uh and he can kill people with one punch is that what it is anyways he's a a very famous character and uh, if you see if you see him you probably know him um but um but even i know uh even i know that we can fuck up some some stuff like that. Uh, I mean, The Last Airbender is the perfect example of that. That franchise never fucking recovered. Um, and that's sad. So uh so let's be careful guys and let's uh le- le- let's do a good adaptation. Uh, and this is easy for me to say. Uh, but uh, but hopefully hopefully we see that happen. Anyways, I'm optimistic. I'm always gonna be optimistic. Now, um, getting onto the shittier and shittier news, uh, we're just gonna go through, run through the delays here. Uh, a bunch of movies have been delayed. Uh, speaking of, uh, we just uh, spoke about the Venom Riders, Venom Two uh, is uh, has been delayed until summer 2021. The new Venom movie, by the way, has a new name. It's called Venom. Let there be carnage. Um, very very excited to see if acdc has a song in that soundtrack uh now matt reeves is the batman which i'm very excited about and i've been raving about on this show since it started uh is delayed until october 2021 uh which you know whatever what are you gonna do Uh, i believe it was slated for may 2021 originally so uh you know it's it's just a couple months later we're not gonna die uh andy Muschietti's uh, the flash is delayed until july 2022 i mean at least it's being made right um for years it seems like that movie would never happen so i'm really excited i'm sorry i'm really excited uh, to see uh, whatever happens with that and i think you should too Uh, david f sandberg's shazam 2 delayed until november 2022 uh still still raving about the first shazam movie if you haven't seen it go see it it's fantastic uh dc really uh did something great with that movie i put it up there with uh i mean if you've seen wonder woman uh wonder woman really helped dc uh you know get back on track in, in my opinion they did they did really they did pretty well with aquaman right after but i think shazam is a is a really good example of uh, dc trying to branch out and speaking of that i hope they do more movies like uh, well you guys have probably seen joker uh joker was a dc comic movie a eu approved movie uh, and it was a standalone movie about a villain but uh, i i i've heard through the branches that apparently they want to do more of these uh with more villains and i think that's soup that's a, that's a super interesting concept to explore uh just to see what uh, what the story was with uh, with Joaquin Phoenix's character, uh, with Arthur Fleck, uh, see how he became the Joker. I think it would be interesting to see how uh, Oswald Cobblepot became um, Penguin, or uh, you know how Riddler came to be, and and, and so then Kyle became Catwoman and stuff like that. I think it's just, okay. No, never mind that last one. Uh, let's let's never do another Catwoman movie ever. Ever. All right. All right. Uh, running through the uh, running through more uh, delays. Pixar. 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 Yes, Pixar. Pixar's uh, Soul uh, has been delayed until November 2020. Uh, so we're still getting it this year. John M. Chu, uh, his movie In the Heights has been delayed until June 2021. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda has been uh, penning the script. Uh, In the Heights is going to be a musically based movie. Uh, with choreographies and stuff so musical i guess (laughs) um and that's been delayed until june 2021 uh i was excited to see it it's a bummer i'm really i'm a big fan of musicals so i'm very excited to see what happens with that one uh, next year so very i I mean i was i was i was looking at this and man like 2021 is gonna be fucking like Every single week, there's going to be something to watch, which I'm very excited about. I'm more than happy to spend all of my paychecks at the movies. But uh, but when you think about it, man, 2021 is going to be really stacked. It's going to be a fun year. I hope uh, I hope it brings back a lot of people to the movies. And uh, and I'm going to keep repeating it. Whenever the movies open back up, go to the fucking movies. Encourage these people and encourage the theater experience. We cannot let it die. Uh, please, please, please. Please encourage the theaters um, yes uh, a, a bunch a couple of good news before we move on to the movies uh, that i signed to you and, and to myself uh, good news uh, haunting of hill house season two is unlikely to be delayed uh, according to the director mike flanagan because they wrapped production before the quarantine started and believe it or not he has been doing post-production from his house uh that's right he's doing like he has everything to do post in his house uh james gunn has been doing the same thing he brought all of his shit home so um good news for everybody i mean uh, i i mean I, there is a bunch you know there's a bunch of directors that have been brought up who, and i uh, and i've been i'm paraphrasing here because i've been listening to a podcast a really great podcast called real blend um they've been talking about it and like i guess it's just a, a generation of filmmakers that have been raised on that stuff where they they learned to do everything and um they you know knowing that they are, can adapt to any type of situation you know if i i believe uh i mean just if you see Alfonso Cuarón's uh, Roma movie he 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 was the director of photography on that movie he was dp on that movie like it, it's just a generation of filmmakers that just learned that just learned everything. So James Gunn can do posts at his house, Mike Flanagan can do posts at his house. and it's great for everybody because we get the projects on time. And speaking of projects on time, um, Warner, Warner Brothers have announced that Wonder Woman 2 and Tenet are not gonna go to VOD, delays are not um and that is amazing news um i i encourage i wholeheartedly encourage those big production companies not to sell their movies to Netflix or put their shit on VOD i mean okay l- l- let's draw the line here i think it's harmless if um for example trolls uh, world tour came out on VOD this week fun movie for the family would it would it have drawn at the movies probably decently yes Uh, But I feel like delaying it will probably cost more to the studio than just releasing it outright for $20 uh, for the whole family for 48 hours, I think is a a good deal for everybody. So uh, they're making money. And I think for a movie like that or the movie Scoob, uh, which is based on the Scooby-Doo movie, uh, which is based on the Scooby-Doo characters, um, that movie has been released on VOD. Capone with Tom Hardy uh releases on May 12th on VOD. I'm skeptical skeptical about that one. I'll get back to that one. But uh um a bunch of movies like these movies that that that's fine. Like of course people need entertainment. Uh when they released um onward that, that you know that was fine. What the fuck were they going to do? Wait until the theaters open back up, you know? Like no, they the, the, that doing that is a bit is is harmless. I think there's a balance to be struck. Uh but I'm I'm very happy that big studios like warner brothers have committed to um i've committed to the theater experience for their movies uh, and uh i mean honestly i wouldn't have it any other way could you imagine could you imagine just being like a fucking film enthusiast and and, and being a, f- a fan of christopher nolan uh so imagine being your, yourself No, I'm just kidding um just imagine if we told you um everybody's probably seen Inception or Interstellar at this point. Uh, I- imagine if we told you, uh, b- knowing right now what the movie looks like and what it feels like and what it sounds like, imagine we told you, yeah, it's going to be released on Netflix. You're not going to see it in theaters. Like, imagine that. I mean, to some people, it might seem like, oh, that's great, I don't have to move. But honestly, like, fuck, could you imagine not experiencing that, that scene with McConaughey? crying seeing his kids uh in inception in uh, interstellar or in inception when the fucking map or the fucking world starts folding in half like can you imagine not experiencing that in a theater like whether you like it or not these movie uh directors they make movies for the movie theater it's as simple as that and uh no, no one wants to i mean yes obviously some movie, some 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 theater companies some movie makers are glad to you know sell their rights to netflix uh but even even guys like martin scorsese are like no give me a limited theater theatrical release i want people to see it in movies um like everybody that ever wants to make movies makes movies for the big screen whether you want to accept that or not and uh i feel it would be um I'm not gonna say an insult because I think Netflix is not necessarily a bad thing, but I, f- I think it would be I think it would be a disservice for everybody to have Tenet uh, come out to VOD. So I'm very happy they're committing to that. Very happy they're committing to Wonder Woman 2 as well, and it's gonna be a fun time at the movies when they open back up. And guys, uh, I think I think it's it's safe to say we can finally start being optimistic about this. So, uh, so, so I, th- I think, uh, I think it's gonna, I think we just got to be a little bit more patient and not rush anything. And, uh, and soon enough, we'll go, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back eating popcorn in front of a movie screen. <coughs> My apologies. I smoke pot. I don't uh, have coronavirus. Um, moving on now. I need to, I, I guess I need to transition this into, um, into this thing. I don't have any sponsors this week. They're not making any money. MTL Barber is not making any money. Uh, Ollie said $9,000 is not making any money. Nobody's making money except me. Just not enough to pay my very, very expensive workers. Um, Yeah, I I guess I got to transition into uh, the the mandatory viewing segment for this week. So if you guys follow me on Instagram, I asked you to watch four movies. Um, I mean this was an experiment. I will announce the next four movies on this podcast uh, before it ends. Uh, so the four movie, I, the four movies that I, um, that I, uh, suggested for everybody was the invitation by Karen Kusama mud by Jeff Nichols under the silver Lake by David Robert Mitchell, uh, and full metal jacket by Stanley Kubrick. Now, uh, I'm going to go one by one. I'm going to try not to go forever. Um, the Invitation. Uh, so I don't know if you guys uh, watched it but whoever did uh, was that not like crazy crazy tension? It's 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 one of those movies that just does not it, it, it's like a it's like blowing into a, like it's like um, blowing into a balloon, an air balloon. And just like putting air into it and putting air into it, and it just becomes so big. And at some point, you you're you're scared that it's gonna pop. But, like, in the case of this movie, the big balloon, like it's in it's in control. It's in control, and it knows when it's gonna pop, and when it pops, holy fucking shit! Uh, that movie is tension personified. uh Logan Marshall no yeah Logan Marshall Green. Pulls out an excellent performance. I think he's a really great actor. It's, uh, it's fun to see him commit to these kind of indie, low-budget, uh, non-mainstream movies. Uh, and I think he's uh, an underappreciated actor. If you haven't seen Upgrade Watch, Upgrade, it's a great movie. Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, but The Invitation was a fun time. It was a fun thriller. Um, glad I saw it. Will not uh, Will recommend it to anybody who asks. Second movie, Mud, uh, Jeff Nichols' movie. That was with uh, Matthew McConaughey where he was stuck on a desert island uh, and kids brought him food and shit and uh, slowly but surely discovered uh, he was a wanted fugitive. Uh, And then they discovered that he was a fugitive for uh, not necessarily the wrong reasons and and whatnot. Uh, And then they grow compassion for him and he realizes that the girl that he liked, that he loved, Matthew McConaughey's character, realized that the girl that he loved uh was kind of not trustworthy and you just got an amazing you know an amazing slate of actors you got uh taylor sheridan in his younger very younger years uh you have obviously mcconaughey you have reese witherspoon um just a fun cast i think mcconaughey is at his best in this uh pulls out a really good performance he's a very intriguing character fun movie um you don't get bored simply put you just don't get bored it's a it's a really really good story Uh, a bit far-fetched at times uh but it's good entertainment if you haven't seen it uh watch it but uh i mean i don't know when because you're i'm gonna give you four new movies to watch you fucking bastards um under the silver lake now that one was uh, man that one was weird um it's one of those movies where it's not necessarily about what happens but how it happens uh and what it represents it, it's it's i i feel like it's kind of just like a trip in the guy's head uh where it's like kind of depression and confusion um and then and the and then the conclusion and i read this and i think that was a brilliant way to put it the conclusion is kind of like with is a good comparison with there was a good comparison out there with uh and i'm sorry if i'm not giving you credit for this but i read it online uh good comparison to the big lebowski where the ending, yes, some it gets resolved in some in some sort, but you it also it's also like well, it doesn't matter you know whether and how it gets resolved, you know, it doesn't change anything so it it's one of those movies uh it has very graphic stuff, the guy is uh well i mean if you're uh, if you're not if you get uh if you get. If you don't like nudity in movies, you're not gonna like this movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't think any. I, I think anybody, everybody's comfortable with it, but uh, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of uh, softcore porn in that movie too, uh, to put it uh, to put it mildly, I guess. <laughs> um, but um, f- but it's an atmospheric movie, man. It's a uh, it's a weird trip uh it's i guess about a movie uh, it's a it's a movie about a guy that just cannot accept that this pretty girl died so he just makes up a whole story around it really weird um but very very good not i actually you know what i take that back it's not very very good and it's not very very bad it's just it's whatever uh would i recommend it probably not probably not uh, and the last movie I watched, Full Metal Jacket. Now, you must think to yourself, why the fuck haven't you seen that before? Uh, and my answer to you is, I don't have a fucking clue. That was fantastic. Uh, obviously, and, and I feel like everybody would agree with me, uh, but Full Metal Jacket really feels like two movies into one. Um, it's, you know, there's, there's the first part in the uh, at the boot camp. Uh, and then there's the second part at... Um, there's a the second part, which is pretty much like the war and the correspondence and whatnot. Uh, I think obviously the, the, the second part is more comparable to movies like apocalypse now and stuff. The first part is more comparable to, um, no, I'll take that back. The second part is more comparable to saving private Ryan and all that stuff. And the first part is more comparable to apocalypse. Now where it's more psychological. And the second part is more worry, war stuff. Um, First part of that movie, um, for, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Stanley Kubrick for that movie did not, um, did, well, first of all, uh, I'm just gonna talk about Vincent Donofrio for a second. He pulls out a master, masterful performance, um, just, just great, man. I think, I, I, and that will probably always be his, um, it was it was probably his calling card for the rest of his life probably the rest of his career he's probably gonna you know give that tape to anybody at auditions it's probably gonna be the thing that we remember him the most from that and kingpin from daredevil but fuck me if he isn't good in that movie like he is amazing uh i didn't know him capable of that i i knew him as a very straight man from uh uh from daredevil and I, and I and i think everybody uh who got excited for him being cast as kingpin and daredevil was probably had would probably seen that movie and i hadn't so um i didn't see the hype but i was sold on kingpin and now i'm even more sold on him as an actor he's just phenomenal uh, and lee ernie that, that uh, lee ermy sorry uh that was his name he was a uh he was a u.s marine drill instructor during the vietnam war so he uh, he's essentially the guy that, like the, the drill instructor in the movie the, the the guy who screams at the beginning for 5 minutes um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's a real marine instructor he's a real drill instructor and he used that experience to act in that movie uh, he, Kubrick really cast him because uh, of his experience, he didn't want to cast a, a typical actor, and I think it really paid off, uh, I mean I think the first scene in that movie where he fucking scolds everybody is uh stuff legends are made out of man. Um <laughs> I mean you can't help but you watch that scene and you can't really help but uh but laugh. Like you feel bad for everybody involved but you just can't fucking stop laughing. It's phenomenal. And um and then Donafrio um Donafrio's character uh Private Lawrence he um he just he just goes nuts uh and he and that and and that performance and just when spoiler alert uh when the sergeant dies uh powerful powerful stuff man just you can see i don't think Kubrick ever ba- made a bad movie uh and that's just that's just one example this is just all i'm gonna say It's just one example of Kubrick's genius and his incapability of making a good movie uh is incapability of making a bad movie. Sorry, sorry Mr. Kubrick. He's incapable of making a bad movie. Every single movie he makes means something and this is just an example. It's as simple as that. Um I hope you enjoyed those four movies. Now I'm going to get into the movies you have to watch next week. Uh if you don't already follow me on Instagram social media, uh Instagram handle is at Sir 94 uh and it's not my date of birth so figure that shit out and uh i can be reached on twitter as well at mr sir pod uh, 94 is it mr sir no mr sir pod at mr sir pod uh mr sir pod pod for podcast um and um you know what now i'm not sure what my twitter handle is hold on it's how fucking pathetic it is uh but i will get into the um I will get into the next movies uh, that you guys uh, need to watch for next week. I'm going to watch them with you, and I will talk about them uh, probably more in detail. This week was kind of rushed. Obviously, as you can see, the timeline, uh, this podcast is a lot shorter. It's at MrSirPod94. So, at MrSirPod, P-O-D, for podcast, 94. That's my Twitter handle, at MrSir94 for Instagram. Follow me uh, for all fun stuff and uh, updates on this show, which will uh, get better and more detailed. Uh, by the by the minute. Um, for next week, I am challenging you tum, 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 to watch these four movies. First of all, old boy by Park Chan wook Old Boy is a Korean movie uh, considered one of the best ever. Uh, it is very brutal though. Um, so um, yeah, watch that. Second point, second movie. From Dust Till Dawn by Robert Rodriguez. It was a movie qu- written by Quentin Tarantino. Also star- stars. Yeah. It also stars Quentin Tarantino in uh, one of the lead roles and George Clooney. Uh, also in the lead role. Uh, From Dust Till Dawn by Robert Rodriguez. Fun one. Third, third movie, Hugo by Martin Scorsese. Mar- uh, uh, Martin Scorsese's first venture in the fantastical, whimsical type of world. Uh, very, very lauded and applauded movie. Uh, and uh, it's gonna be fun to watch, I'm sure. Fourth movie, Speed by Jan de Bond. Speed is an action movie, one of the best out there. Let's watch it. So to recap, Old Boy from Dust Till Dawn, Fugo, and Speed. Watch these four movies for next week, and we'll talk about them. And hopefully, we'll get more news, and hopefully, we get more development on our movies that we're anticipating for next uh, for the next uh, year and for the upcoming uh, for the rest of this year. So hopefully you've enjoyed this, uh, this rushed, but uh, hopefully informative podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you for joining us and having uh, a blast talking about movies. And have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you.